0: big ideas bite size
1: we're doing it we're back
0: yeah (laughs) consistently here for the first time in a while we're figuring it out (laughs) we're getting good you guys yeah buddy so still talking about social media
1: yeah it's uh this is episode four four social media series
0: yeah is this our fourth series too
1: yeah, oh my god, it's our golden episode. Yeah, dude, it's a 4-4. Right. Is, that, is that what counts as a golden episode? I don't
0: know. I think that we could probably have consistent golden episodes then.
1: Yeah, every season has a golden episode.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I'm super down with that. That sounds cool. fun, that sounds This exciting. one's the golden one. <laughs> absolutely. Um... Yeah, man, Uh, how how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh,
1: Doing good, doing good. Uh, For our Bite sized Buddies, we are recording this... um... Oh my god, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow is Thanksgiving for us right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right now, today is the 25th of November.
1: Yeah. Tomorrow is the 26th. You know, just having general holiday stress with 2020 stress all mixed in like
0: (laughs) mashed potatoes and butter and cheese
1: yeah you know (laughs) that old chestnut (laughs) yeah
0: oh my god
1: yeah and
0: of course all of the attempts at playstation 5 ownership
1: yeah um just a big old fail
0: yeah just Failing hard. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, like, moving into... Because I'm back for the winter in California, um, but moving into my place, like, there's some, like, improve, like home improvement stuff that I would like to do, one of which includes buying a TV that's not... Like, I have, like, a projection screen, big-ass, subwoofer on the bottom, Home theater from the fucking mid-2000s uh tv in my house
1: <laughs> that sounds <laughs> <And> dope <laughs> it, yeah dude
0: it takes up like half of my fucking living room though and it's like really big and clunky and also the video quality is fucking terrible because um, I'm running it through an av to hdmi adapter uh nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm like to the point where I'm just like I can't do this anymore. So uh, there's a lot of really awesome Black Friday deals on television, so I think I'm going to buy myself, like, a 50-inch TV for Christmas and call it good, and then just get the PlayStation 5 in March. Plus, I mean, like, for example, Cyberpunk 2077 is not... We don't know when it's coming out now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we never know. We never know. Um, so now it's like, you know, that's one of the main games that I was waiting for, and all the other games that I want to play are, like, $70 right now, so it's, like, you know, better that I just kind of, like... Wait until March when they release their new product line. Plus, they'll have, like, time to work out all the software kinks. And so it's like, you know, maybe this is for the best.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's what I keep telling myself, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I'm really fucking angry about it. But I'm trying to be an adult. So, you know,
1: yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) I can tell that I'm just dead inside about it when every time I fail, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, and it's fine. Everything's fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, but I really just want really to walk into
1: fine. a store and buy one. This whole trying to buy one on the internet is giving me like an ulcer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I just get so fucking frustrated and like tilted about it when it's like I three times have like, been that close and
1: still nothing.
0: To show for it. Yeah.
1: You know. I mean, so Justin, one of our own bite-sized buddies, um, even helped me secure one and got an order confirmation and everything from Kohl's, and then they were like, just kidding. So what was the deal with the Kohl's thing? Did they
0: release, because I know that it was supposed to be for their Black Friday deal, but did they release it previous to they're supposed to be releasing the deal or did they just sell way fucking too many of what they had in stock
1: they just sold way too many which is what everyone's been doing i mean when gamestop did theirs it was some people got their just kidding email six days after they got the you did it email oh my god jesus christ so it's just what everyone's been doing which is upsetting and sad and frustrating and i'm angry and i want to die inside but you know i'm not alone
0: right at least there's that like at least this is like a problem for that's what i'm wondering does anyone actually have a place to <laughs> no i'm just kidding yeah. um justin actually did acquire one and has it from a pre-order and if you're interested you can head over to our new website bite size doc bite dot com, which will direct you to our patreon where you can listen to that we are doing all sorts of fun episodes for our patreon listeners um, and that is one of them, kind of getting a secondhand review, and also just talking about our experience with buying the PlayStation Five, or not actually, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> not actually getting one, <laughs> and kind of just talking about startup things. So, like, definitely, if you're interested in any of that extra content, for sure, hit up our patreon, either just patreoncom slash podcast or like I said, we now are officially official and have an official website, bitesizepodcast.com. Purchased for two years through GoDaddy. <laughs> Hell yeah! Do you remember those um, like before they rebranded into what they are now, which is super funny to me that they're still called GoDaddy, but like it was like the the like, horrible fucking commercials, right? With like like half naked ladies for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was very confusing. It did not tell you what the website was for at all. <laughs> no, no. It was just like, look at these
0: naked lady. I mean, maybe that they were like trying to drive traffic to their website, which I mean, like I get it for sure. But sure, also, but what? like, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cool websites,
1: should we get into it?
0: Yeah, you want to tell us a little bit shit. about uh, shit? Yeah, the things with the stuff
1: today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about Hue-Tube.
0: Hue-Tube. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with uh, Hue-Tube, which is just <laughs> videos of different hues. Actually, yeah. that's not a real thing. I wish that it was might a thing, be. actually. It, well, yeah, this is a possibility. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> The internet is a vast and unrelenting wasteland, (laughs) so there's a possibility. (laughs) It's
1: still doing it. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So yeah, I am going to uh, talk about YouTube as a social media and also as a website in general. Yee. (laughs) So a quick overview, because I'm sure there's some people who haven't experienced YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> but they're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So. <laughs> they but might just, be. Who knows? You yeah, know? just in case, um, YouTube is an online video sharing platform out of California where users can upload videos, watch them, rate them with a simple like and dislike function, share them, add videos to playlists, comment on them, subscribe to other users, and report problematic videos. Uh, pretty much every type of video can be found there, ranging from compiled news bloopers, uh, some of my favorite videos, just for the record. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. If you've ever seen Thunders, no. I didn't mean my favorite music videos. <laughs> Your favorite weather videos? <laughs> my favorite <laughs> weather videos are news bloopers. News videos. News bloopers. Woo! <laughs> 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 my favorite documentaries are news bloopers. <laughs> Anyways, you can find all of those kind of videos there. Music videos and documentaries. But also other things.
0: Yeah, All of them. Pretty much just
1: every type of video, like I said, already. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Users can also stream live. So you can find that, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they were Uh, trying to come for Twitch, but Amazon's like, nah.
1: Which is... um, Some people just will not leave YouTube and they only stream live on YouTube.
0: Wow. I know, I, like, a lot of um, game tutorial or playthroughs, like, really took Let's off with YouTube. Yeah. yeah, like, all of that and, like, first time throughs and speed runs. I know that really took off on YouTube um, eventually. So when they were given the option to stream live, like, they had already built such a community that it's like, you know, why not keep it all in one place? So I get that. I
1: understand. Yeah. I mean... Some people prefer YouTube to Twitch. I haven't had, like, a lot of experience with their live streaming, so... I mean, I... I haven't either. I've watched some live streams, um... But I've never, like, did it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, right, 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 right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, here's the background info. So, YouTube was created by... Chad Hurley. Steve Chen and javed kareem in 2005 uh well they were all working for paypal Hmm. it's yeah super cool i guess (laughs) right um its first purpose was to be a dating service called tune in hookup which is a terrible name Wow, that is so fucking terrible. Here's another thing. I don't understand what it is
0: with tech nerds and trying to... Okay, wait, never mind. I just answered my own question.
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to create dating services. It's like, oh, wait.
1: Yep. Oh. There it is. I see. Yep. I see. <laughs> so, uh, surprisingly, their uh, dating service wasn't taking off. Yeah. Um, so when the infamous and very memorable Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson halftime show took place, these couple of dudes, few dudes, several dudes.
0: <laughs> right. All <couldn't>, the
1: dudes. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't find the video anywhere on the internet. And so they were like, fuck it. We need to be that website. Right. So they turned their dating service, which already had a pretty slick, like video uploading platform, um, so they just like changed it over to just being YouTube <laughs> Right. <laughs> that we know and love today. Um, and they, they aimed to create a site that uh, non-computer experts could use to upload, publish, and stream videos. So they kept the interface pretty simple and made it really accessible for standard browsers and internet speeds.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I remember the early days of YouTube. It was not pretty.
1: No, it wasn't. Nothing about it was.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: So now the site is the second most popular website in the world as of October twenty twenty.
0: Hmm. The second That's... most only the second?
1: Yeah, the first one is Google. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um yeah. in May twenty nineteen the data showed that more than five hundred hours of video content were uploaded to YouTube every minute.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say that one more time because it's a lot. More than 500 hours of video content are uploaded to YouTube every minute. That's crazy. And that was um, like a year and a half ago that that data I can't happened. even imagine what it looks like
0: now with everything with COVID. Like, I'm sure everyone is starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, fun fact, the first YouTube video is titled me at the zoo and it was uploaded april 23rd 2005 by javed Karim, one of the creators and it currently has almost 127 million views and over 5 million likes oh cute i know it's so adorable that the screenshot that i have of it he's in front of the elephants
0: oh my god <laughs> love elephants they're so cute oh my god they really
1: are they have big ears and small mm-hmm. tails <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, cuties. I just wanna... Have you seen, like, the videos of, like, baby elephants, too, that, like, lean on people that, like, oh go god, and, like, volunteer yes. and, like, go to, like, sanctuaries and stuff, and they're just like, I'm just gonna... I know I'm, like, 500 pounds. I'm just gonna sit on you, that. I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, I love you. Yes, crush they're me. so cute. <laughs> uh, also, elephants think that humans... Like, when they see us, they have the same, uh, like, response as when we see, like, cute puppies. So they think that we're cute, too.
1: Oh, my God. My self-confidence is blooming.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So even if nobody thinks you're cute, you guys,
1: elephants do. They think you're real cute, like a God, puppy. they're so special. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, this is now an elephant fan podcast right we're just like it's an elephant stan
0: account elephants and also will smith, will smith <laughs> and
1: who else did we mention recently i don't remember i don't know we're standing a whole lot of things right now yeah welcome to the stan show <laughs> the stan <laughs> that's,
0: that's gonna be the next podcast on our network when we you know if we ever
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> okay, back to YouTube.
0: right. back onto YouTube, enough standing onto YouTube. <laughs>
1: uh, during their beta launch in 2005, they were seeing about 30,000 viewers a day, which is impressive. Uh, they launched for real six months later, and it was just a short period of time before they were starting to see over 2 million viewers a day. By March 2006, YouTube had over 25 million videos. That summer, it was one of the fastest-growing sites, and it was averaging 100 million video views a day. Jesus Christ. I know, that's insane.
0: <laughs> even, like, even for, like, I know that the internet was, like, a little bit better in 2005, 6, seven era, but, like, it still wasn't that great, and there's like, people, no. like, that I know that in, like, the mid-2000s still were, like, working with dial-up connections, so. Oh, for sure. That's saying a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Uh, So, as you can imagine, they were struggling to keep up in various ways. They had to upgrade their equipment fairly quickly, as well as their own internet connection. Uh, They also began seeing a bunch of copyright infringement problems, Mm. um, which I bet they didn't foresee happening at all, honestly, because how do you tame that beast?
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Especially, like, in those days, like, before the digital media licensing, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was Act just the Wild into. West. Yeah, so, like, I can't even, I would, I would not have predicted that at first. In the same way that, like, I mean, we talked about Pinterest in our earlier episode on episode, what is that, two? Or, yeah, episode two of this series, where they were like, yeah, we didn't expect any of this. We thought we were protected under safe harbor laws, you know, so. Yeah.
1: Nope. <laughs> uh, so, luckily, Google had just failed with their own video platform. No surprise there. And stepped in to save the day. Also, no surprise there. <laughs> right. Uh, Google purchased the site in October 2006 for $1.65 billion in stock. Dang. Yeah. That's so much stock. Yeah, <laughs> dude.
0: That's uh, one point. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, that's so much money. It's incomprehensible how it much really money is. that is. It really is. I can't. Split between, like, three
1: dudes hell yeah dog <laughs> instantly <laughs> yeah. like damn oh my god yeah for real That's nuts so it was around this area era not area it was around this era that viral videos were birthed which greatly helped youtube take off some notable vid- videos include chocolate rain oh shoes absolutely. Oh. charlie the unicorn yes salad fingers oh and god charlie bit my finger
0: <laughs> oh my god salad fingers was dude I know haunting
1: haunting Marjorie Stewart Baxter
0: (laughs) I actually so when that video gained popularity that was probably like my freshman year of high school and I had a friend who like when it was like first being discovered was like knew that I was, like, another person that knew about it because I, like, I guess posted about it maybe on MySpace or something like that. And so I walked into the, um, like, cafeteria area, like, in between classes, and my friend Jesse was there, and he was like, Marjorie Stewart Baxter, you taste like sunshine dust. Just, like, whatever. And uh, (laughs) the principal was walking by and didn't know who I was, um and was like marjorie you don't see that name often anymore that's a really pretty name and i was like <laughs> oh no and so for like a really long time until the first time i got called into the principal's office she thought my name was marjorie oh my god
1: yeah that's mm-hmm. dope though yeah <laughs> yeah i my friend um Lacey and i when we were in high school we were obsessed with salad fingers and we tried to start a band called marjorie stewart baxter um, but we didn't get further than creating our first t-shirt design. <laughs> right. As, I think I as still have does, it somewhere. Oh, dude, that'd be Actually. sick. <laughs> it's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to chit-chat about viral videos because this is one of the special things about YouTube and being a social media um, and how that all comes together. Right. Um, so sharing videos didn't originate with YouTube. Uh, people have been using various media forms to share them since their creation. For instance, Reefer Madness from 1936 was wi- widely circulated as at first as an education film and later as a satire. Um, and then there there was like an episode of Seinfeld that also talked about um, like them sharing a video of something really silly that happened. And, you know, sh- sharing it from hand to hand, um, which is cool. But I've never really watched Seinfeld, so I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I highly recommend, although if you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's like
1: the millennial Seinfeld. So Okay, cool. I watch It's Always Sunny. I'm in. There you go. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and then there was the whole America's Funniest Home Videos and other sim- similar shows that also popularized watching and taking videos purely for the lols, and yeah. watching people hurt themselves and all of that. Um, so YouTube was really just... It, it, We were ready for a site mm-hmm. that could help us watch people hurt themselves and laugh at them.
0: Right, absolutely. And just like even just an archival... Base of like humanity and and you know in our just even talking about salad fingers for example like even if you don't necessarily consider YouTube a social media site it's like that idea of the viral video was something that influenced our lives outside of the website itself and like,
1: yeah that is the social aspect of it for sure um, viral videos on the internet um, got their start as gifs um, which really lent themselves to being easily shared and viewed with the shit internet speeds at the time. Right, absolutely. Uh, The Dancing Baby is a notable viral from that era. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I couldn't fucking go anywhere on the internet without seeing that fucking Dancing Baby. Now that you've mentioned it, it's in my head now,
0: and I hate it. I hate that I I know what that is.
1: (laughs) Fucking Ally McBeal. Yeah, so... Um, okay. Anyways, back to it. I spaced out thinking about that dancing baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> it's
0: easy to do.
1: <laughs> so I think viral videos are part of the special social media magic, like I've already said. And, um, there's no way of knowing if a video is going to be viral, which is what makes it magic. Like you just can't predict it. Um, For the mostly normal people that have a viral video, like they just happen to upload something that the internet goes crazy for, it's got to be like super overwhelming and crazy with how fast it happens. Because you can like upload a thing and then in like two weeks you're a fucking internet meme, which is so weird. (laughs)
0: right and that's something that people talk about like sometimes for years to come I've had yeah. a couple of tweets go viral that have gotten up to like you know 40,000 uh like likes and things like that yeah and uh that's like a lot too by the way if you want to follow me on twitter it's uh, 420 mercy main
1: <laughs> just <laughs> put that on there real quick <laughs> there you go yeah um and companies and like politicians and corporations and all that they've tried to capitalize on this special social media magic and recreate their own viral sensations but it's not something that you can do like you just can't be like i'm gonna make this viral video just a moment like that episode of it's always sunny
0: (laughs) yeah no honestly like you really can't you don't know what it's going to be. Like you just say something or do something or capture something random and then people take it and run with it. And then you like, you log back on and you're like, Oh fuck. What? Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, it's completely at random. As far as I can tell, there's no like necessarily time or place to share something. It's just, sometimes it happens and it just goes off, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's also one of those things that um, the benchmark of what makes a viral video is constantly changing because, Mm -hmm. you know, four years ago, a viral video could, you know, only need several hundred thousand views. And now today it needs several hundred million views or something, you know, it's right, right, right it's constantly evolving which is super cool and fun and one day it's gonna all fall down upon us or something
0: (laughs) right absolutely it's it's actually been some of some of the like coolest things to see because um not only is like our culture outside of the internet changing but internet like internet culture changes as well and they affect each other like irl culture like space culture versus like online culture um, obviously affect each other, but like some of the stuff that like becomes viral now, it's just like the dumb, like it's not dumb because I laugh and I think it's funny and I share <laughs> yeah. it with people, but it's just some of the dumbest shit. It's just like humor is continuing to devolve and become more and more and more and more meta until like it's just I don't even know. I don't even know. It's yeah. just a fun thing to watch happen, I suppose.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, Another fun thing about YouTube, um, is the creators, like the actual content creators. Uh, YouTube is one of the few social media sites on our list that we're going to be talking about in this series that people, um, can use to make money. Um, these days, if you're a content creator and you're fucking good at it, you can get so much ad money, um, and there's people creating content from, like, makeup and hair tutorials to streaming video games. And they just make so much money with their ad place- placements. And they get sponsorships and shit um, that they don't need, like, a, a job job. Like, that's their job now.
0: Right, is just to be an internet personality, which... yeah. Honestly goals.
1: Yeah, seriously. (laughs) For
0: real. Like how did you I would like to create content and that's it. That would be super sick.
1: Yeah. They probably have like motivation or something.
0: Right. You know, time, things (laughs) like that. Yeah, just some
1: shit that I don't have
0: but want. One of one of the craziest things about it too is like there's so many of them and they all have so many followers and some of their followers i'm sure are the same people but some of them are others like there's so many of them they all do the same ass fucking thing
1: yeah it's it's fucking weird it's like um (laughs) you they just get lucky and you know their video is the first one that that person finds and they subscribe and then they're like well i don't want to subscribe to another unboxing uh lego website because I'm already doing this one
0: (laughs) yeah exactly it's it's just oh my gosh yeah it's insane to to watch that and it's the same thing that happens with like people that get um viral videos or viral tweets that they have that one thing that just like sets them out and like so many people fucking see it and they gain so many followers yeah um and it's just like there's oh, I like that one pressure thing. there you go <laughs> now i yeah. have to create more i have to do that again you say
1: I, yeah i have to all keep a sudden, doing like, that <laughs> all of a sudden you have like a personal brand that you got to think about my personal brand is trash
0: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> me
1: <laughs> uh so there's a lot of good things that have come out of youtube um They, you know, they've provided a place for people to express themselves, like vlogging. Vlogging is big still to this day. Um, It's an easy way to spread awareness on social issues. Um, And there's a ton of educational videos and so many other things. And like the educational videos, I'm sure, have been so helpful to so many people this year with like working from home and students having to be at home and not getting that that teacher interaction that they need and oh, absolutely. parents are trying to like homeschool like there's so many smart people on YouTube making so many quality videos it's really great right one of the
0: like first of growing up with YouTube like Um, Some of the first videos that I ever watched were John Green and his brother, the vlog brothers, and uh, uh, Don't Forget to Be Awesome, like, all of that shit. I was, like, part of the forums and everything, and they still make those, like, crash course videos, and they're so amazing. Like, they're so well done. Um, They're super, like, great, like, explain like I'm five, but also not like I'm five kind of thing. Like, they don't dumb anything down to make it more digestible, I guess. Um but somehow the way that they talk and the way that they are able to explain information, they don't have to do that and it's yeah. still a lot easier to understand, especially like really complicated like concepts, which I think is really incredible. Um yeah. and there's a lot of creators that do
1: that. Yeah, when I was in um my Chem 114 lab um the professor that we had used a crash course video to talk about like how to be smart in the lab right and we'll probably get into this when we talk about tiktok but you know they have moved over to tiktok too and are making like shit over there too
0: yeah like smaller cool back and forths like they used to
1: it's, Would you say yeah. bite size? <laughs>
0: A bit. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about bites. <laughs> There's bites involved. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so many bites. Back More than YouTube. one bite. But yeah, YouTube. <clears throat> um, so some other some notable good things that have come out of YouTube um in October of 2010, columnist and activist Dan Savage used YouTube to launch It Gets Better campaign on YouTube to send messages of hope to LGBTQ plus teenagers who feel bullied or ostracized because of their sexuality. The campaign ended up going viral, and even President Obama participated. Hell yeah. Yeah, super dope. In the spring of 2011, YouTube played an instrumental role in a series of anti-government protests dubbed the Arab Spring by helping disseminate messages of freedom and democracy. With YouTube, protesters are able to upload videos sharing their messages and political criticism. Many of those videos ended up going viral around the world. And then last good thing, not the last good thing, but the last good thing on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, February 2015, After seeing children's content boom, Google launched a family-friendly version of the video platform called YouTube Kids. The platform filters content to ensure it's safe for minors and offers parental controls like limiting screen time and disabling search. Now YouTube Kids attracts more than 8 million users a week. Nice. Yeah, got to protect the kids, which leads me to the bad things about YouTube. Right,
0: I was about to say. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, there's also a bunch of bad things, as anyone can imagine. There have been a slew of YouTubers, some of them super popular, that have spouted off racist shit or even done largely inappropriate things. Um, people have Logan uploaded, Paul. Yeah. Uh, people have uploaded events they shouldn't have. There have also- there was also the big uncovering of the disgusting weird pedophile ring that would go around and comment on children's videos. And there's also a bunch of conspiracy people that upload misleading and often times wrong facts and science. Yeah. Um, so I also have a list of a couple of notable bads, and I think you have some noticeable bads as well. Right. Right. Uh, my first one is Mona Lisa and Pedro Perez. Have you heard about them? I have not. Uh-uh. Dude, I did not hear about this before I did the research and holy shit. <clears throat> so Mona Lisa and Pedro Perez, um, they had a YouTube channel together and they wanted to get more viewers. So right. they attempted to do the most horrendously fucking stupid stunt to get more viewers Um, Pedro held up a large book, and Mona Lisa shot him, both thinking that the book would stop the bullet. Uh, he died. Oh my god. Oh (laughs) my god. And Mona Lisa pleaded guilty to second-degree manslaughter. They had already had one small baby child, and she was pregnant at the time. Oh my
0: god, that's terrible.
1: Yeah, so fucking terrible, and completely, like, that- didn't need to happen at all. Right. Um the stupidest fuck Tide Pod challenge got its popularity from YouTube as people started uploading themselves eating them.
0: Right. They also did the <laughs> condom thing. Did you see that where they like people would snort condoms and then pull yeah. it out their throats? Yeah, yeah. also started on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yep. So Super there were over 12,000 poison control calls during the hype and according to CNN The centers received the same number of calls during the first two weeks of the Tide Pod Challenge than they did in all of 2016. That's fucking insane. I just don't,
0: like, I never, I thought that it was funny to joke about it, but I never thought that people would actually do it. You know what I mean? Like, you never thought that people would actually do that shit. It's the same thing, though, of, like, you know, if someone tells you to just, like, delete system 32 on your fucking computer back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh my
1: god. Yeah, or, what like, to phone? microwave your phone to get it to charge fast or something.
0: Right, or, like, disinfect it or whatever. Yeah. I've seen a couple of those ones. like Or
1: to throw boiling water on your frozen windshield.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, make sure to let your, uh summer air out of your tires and fill it up <laughs> again for winter
1: because that's important what the so fuck, dumb <laughs> uh, the last thing on my list is in april 2018 a woman opened fire at YouTube's san bruno headquarters wounding three people and killing herself police later say she planned her attack because she was upset about youtube for censoring and demonetizing her videos jesus So, yeah, she... Clout is a dangerous thing, my (laughs) guy. God. God. Yeah.
0: As cool as it would be to, like, be one of those people that, like, doesn't have to do anything and you just, like, you get rich for talking about, like, the things that you care about or, you know, find interesting or whatever. It's, like, it so, so, so heavily goes to people's heads. Um, Like, in a couple ways, when VidCon first started... um, or started to happen and like people were like doing like YouTube conventions and things like that. There have been like multiple reports of um, male YouTubers that uh, were inappropriate with their fans. Obviously like we've seen all of the shit that went down recently with Onision um, who essentially uh, groomed and then <laughs> Uh, entrapped a teenage girl oh, until she was uh, <laughs> legal age um, and like did like both he and his uh, partner were terrible to her like psychologically um, and so there was like the whole thing with like uh, to catch a predator <laughs> guy was in on it fucking Chris Hansen was like in on it trying to get Onision caught by the FBI and shit uh, for doing things with underage girls. Um, Jesus, Yeah, and then my, like, probably my biggest disappointment because it was, like, one of the only, like, people that did kind of, like, vlog-style videos that I really enjoyed and, like, watched a lot of content was Tobuscus, who had, had a couple of different claims um, that he was inappropriate with people and then also was accused of... Um, drugging and assaulting someone and he made a statement that said that he did not do any of those things and would not do any of those things Um, but he kind of disappeared from the internet for a while and um, then he has like started to make a comeback over the last like two and a half years Um, which is really irritating to survivors of you know sexual abuse and things like that and people that don't agree with that sort of behavior which should be everyone um and also people like that shouldn't have you know uh monetary platforms that they can reach you know hundreds and hundreds of people and thousands of people um recently I played a game of overwatch against him this summer and I lost and I have been I don't (laughs) think that I've been more upset than that in a really long time because it felt like I was like losing more (laughs) (laughs) a round of Overwatch, but it's like, it's just really shitty to watch your, like, for your idols to turn out to be something horrible, and then, allegedly, I don't want to get sued here, but, uh, and then watch them regain a platform when they think that people have forgotten what they've done. Right. But, uh, like I said, cloud is a very dangerous thing, and, um... I spend a I'm I'm just gonna preface this <laughs> before we get to but I spend a lot of time on Twitter. That's probably like my main social media nowadays, and probably has been for the last about two years. I spend more time on that platform than any others. But because I am part of that community and part of a specific community on Twitter, um, I have also seen that happening with people whose content I enjoy on that side as well, um, and be outed with very like just un. Like, completely compelling proof and evidence of their transgressions um, disappear for a little while and then come back as if nothing has happened or with different names and pulling the same shit again. Um, And so it's really disheartening to me, especially like in a kind of like with YouTube where you're having it's a lot easier to form parasocial relationships with people because you're like seeing their face and a lot of times these people are talking about their everyday lives, um, which can be dangerous for the viewer, especially when they're younger and, um, definitely can make people, um,
1: it can make some people think there's a relationship there that there really isn't. Right.
0: Exactly. Um, so it's not just, I mean, it's not just the content creators, it's also like people that are viewing their content, like there's definitely that sort of thing. It's kind of like, something that I've seen throughout all of our series that we've done, and also this one specifically, is that, um, you really just don't know <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know because it's the internet like you don't it's really know a person and and tell you do and then when you do it's like Jesus and we've seen how it's kind of very much a double-edged sword of there have been really amazing leaps and bounds in technology and I think <clears throat> I want to say most of Silicon Valley is really made up of, quote unquote, social networking services, because that's what, that's the service that they provide. And that's kind of like how we have continued to spread news and media um, throughout the country and the world. And... So there have been these amazing technological leaps and bounds and it has been really incredible. But on the same side, like it has definitely opened up like a whole Pandora's box that I really in a lot of ways don't think that we were ready for um, in terms of how to like deal with those feelings of like like parasocial relationships and how to um, kind of navigate the waters of life on the internet. It's like, you know, you have parasocial relationships or you also have like you know people that are able to find all of your information on the internet and nazis showing up at your front door you know with death threats right it's like there's it still even though there's so much more regulation and so many more eyes on not necessarily the problem but on you know the the situation i guess um like it's still in a lot of ways is the same you know lawless wasteland that it was back in the day and I think that's something that we've kind of continued to touch on as we've gone through this series.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's something that I didn't really think about like when we talked about doing the series, we didn't I didn't think about like how often the CD underbelly was going to like show up, you know? Right. Um but it's really just like a cautionary tale. Don't fucking put your address on the internet and things like that, you know.
0: Yeah, don't put your address on the internet. Google search yourself. Like, there are things that you can do if you don't want to be in the spotlight that you can, like, do to protect yourself. And I, I think that that's really important. And I think that that's something that they should be... I don't know if they are, because, I mean, my sibling is 20 years old, so she definitely had, like, a little bit more of that um, in her upbringing, like, in terms of, like, being... having access to technology. But um, I don't know if they're, like, teaching people how to be safe on the internet like I think that there should be a basic life so I think for a lot of reason there should be basic life skills classes again but I think that that should be included because a lot of people don't know
1: well and it should be included for like the elderly people too
0: right absolutely like oh my god
1: (laughs) there's there's no prince in some far-off land. <laughs> no, absolutely there is I mean, not. there is, but they don't want your money. <laughs>
0: no, uh, and they don't want to give you money either, so don't give them your bank account so that they can deposit their money into your bank
1: account. <laughs> yeah, don't do any of that, stuff.
0: So. Right, it's definitely Grandma. partially our job to, uh, to regulate some of that, for sure.
1: Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming to our TED Talk.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um... Uh, So, in the same vein of media sharing and video sharing specifically, uh, do we want to talk about Vine and TikTok?
1: We really do.
0: Yeah, okay. So, Vine is not something that I had a super amount of experience with until people started compiling Vines and putting them on YouTube.
1: I was just gonna say, that's the only (laughs) time I really watched Vine. (laughs) right the compilation videos on YouTube <laughs> right
0: and I I never like I literally I didn't even have the app downloaded not once did I have the nope. app downloaded
1: I have uh, not either
0: so I I guess I partially contributed to its downfall which you know that sucks but uh my friend Pat was always like dude you gotta get fine, like it's so funny people on there are so funny like it's so creative and I was like mm, nah I know it's not my thing and I'll then, catch it
1: on YouTube. <laughs> right, exactly. But then, like,
0: that's the thing, is, like, these all of these compilations started appearing on YouTube, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Dang, I
1: wish I would have been part of Vine. Yeah, for real. Um, I still go back sometimes and look for old Vine compilations. Oh, yeah, there... it's
0: frequently. Like, if I am on the internet and looking to do something, that's something that I will do. Yeah, sure.
1: some of them are fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah.
0: Classics. Absolute classics.
1: Yeah, but tell me <clears throat> tell me more about it. Yeah, so
0: Vine was created in June of 2012. It was founded by Dom Hoffman, Russ Yesipov. Yeah, ah, yeah. Yeah Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's Yesipov. That makes the most sense. Uh, <clears throat> and Colin Kroll in June of 2012. Um, so very quickly, even before its official launch to the public, it was acquired by Twitter. Um, and they were going to kind of roll it into their way to create short video content. Originally it was six seconds that you got and um, people like instead of so it was kind of like Snapchat that you used a, an outside, like a third party technically app to take the thing and then use it to upload it to Twitter. So it was like a side by side sort of thing, or at least that's okay, what okay. Twitter intended it to be. Um, so it was acquired by Twitter in October of 2012. And originally those video limits were six seconds. Now, obviously, six seconds is not a long time. <laughs> no, nope, um, sure ain't. But all of these videos, they would continue to loop over and over. So that was, like, kind of, like, uh, the cool thing of it is, like, you could create these six-second video loops, um, and people got super, super creative with it. Like, there's, like, people that, like, did, like, magic tricks, people that did, um, like, they would stitch, like, pictures together and create small videos. Um, there was just a lot of creativity going on. Like, so definitely it was something... Um, that Twitter wanted to incorporate. Um, it was officially launched to the public in January of 2013, and by December of 2015 had 200 million active users. So that's still yeah. a lot. Yeah, it um, is. However, the creators of the app never wanted to monetize, so they didn't want they didn't want to fuck it up with ads because what you know it's the same like that classic uh, the social network, they say it in there. It's like, you don't want to fucking make something uncool by putting the ads, you know? Yeah. Um, and then even when Vine stars getting, like started getting super, super popular and we're like, you know, making all of this money, um, just to produce ads, uh, for different companies, um, like, they didn't even, like, Vine didn't even try and take, like, a portion of their earnings or anything like that. Um, however, Twitter then acquired, um, like, a media, like, agency, essentially. Like, a social media management agency, because they wanted to try and do that, like, third party, essentially, which is kind <laughs> of The social sketchy. media
1: got a social media management team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cute, so it's like cute. so
0: for people that are uploading, they would be able to like hire them on, and then they would take a portion of whatever they would earn from making content on the app uh, via shady shit, <laughs> essentially. Right, right. Um, so in October of twenty, or, yeah, in October of twenty sixteen, um, Twitter announced like this is like it was like kind of like. I don't know, like, it boomed 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, you know, seven years is really not too bad for, like, a yeah. lifespan. Um, but the slow decline started in 2016, where Twitter announced that it would disable all uploads. Um, so, a lot of people... It was, it was a bunch of things that killed Vine. Um, apparently, there was lots of... Um, turnover between like executives that were managing the company and so that was getting kind of like swished around and not managed properly and then you had Instagram, who is now offering video uploads as well, and theirs were longer, and also people already had a following on Instagram, so it was easier to do that. And that's about the time that the discovery page went up as well. So now content creators were able to post videos, and they were able to get found and seen by a lot more people, um, which Vine obviously didn't have anything to offer that kind of service. Um, and then also you you still had youtube which a lot of you know vine stars like switched over to that platform when they kind of like found their brand because they were able to have more freedom with how long the videos were going to be um and then also snapchat offered people the ability to publicly broadcast you know anything with a longer video format and that only continued to get longer in the form of like you know the stories and things like that and now um, you can definitely upload, like, a lot more to that site, and it's continued to grow, whereas Vine did not. Um, in January of 2017, Twitter launched an internet archive of all Vine videos that have ever been published. Um, oh. However, the oh. archive was officially discontinued in oh. April of last year.
1: Yeah. That was so. a roller coaster of emotions for me. <laughs> right,
0: right. It was like, oh, they're going to just, oh, never mind. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Twitter essentially, like, wanted to turn this into something that they could monetize and, um, maybe roll into their own, like, app so that they could have a native video format for creators, but it just, the crowd that took over it really didn't make it into that, and they weren't going to make any money for it. Um, I think they did try to sell it at that point, but nobody wanted to buy it because pretty much all of the big stars had left at that point. Yeah, like, why do you want a dead thing? Yeah, Yeah. like, here's this dead thing. Do you want it? No. (laughs) No, I don't. Give
1: me money for this dead thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Not the right market (laughs) right now. No. (laughs)
1: Um...
0: However, in December of 2017, the co-founder Dom Hoffman announced that he was beginning to work on Vine's successor, which was originally called Vine 2 or V2 was how it was stylized, um, yeah, but is that? now actually called Byte. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, so... Um, oh, that I have is,
1: heard about this, I think.
0: Yeah, so that's something that actually launched um, this year in January
1: oh tough break
0: (laughs) right well I mean kind of but like also not really because you know with all of the popularity of Vine and we'll get into it in a second of TikTok um it's definitely like a possibility that it could take off and is actually doing quite well but we'll get to that oh that's good
1: because I thought it would get completely demolished by TikTok right so um With the
0: death of Vine, we have the emergence from the ashes of TikTok. TikTok's story is interesting. (laughs) So TikTok is something that I avoided for so fucking long and now I'm just completely fucking addicted to and it's really irritating. (laughs) Um, So TikTok originally started out as um, an app called uh, Musical.ly. And also a Chinese app called Daoyin, which okay. was, I think is how it's spelled, D-O-U-Y-I-N, I think. So it was a Chinese video sharing social network service um, that was owned by a company called ByteDance. Cute! Um, sorry, what? that's cute yeah yeah bite dance and it's spelled B Y T E D A N C E. oh Byte my dance. god yeah well cute <laughs> um <laughs> so <clears throat> essentially uh Douyin was pretty much uh chinese vine and so that took off like in a lot of the like asian markets um and then there was another service that was called Musical.ly. Um, and so Musical.ly was acquired. Um, uh, sorry, was the launch um, it was a, presented to the Chinese market in 2016 um, and later launched um, the Chinese company that owned it, Byte dance launched TikTok Uh, for iOS and Android in most markets outside of mainland China in 2017. Um, So this site merged with Chinese social media service Musical.ly, which was, see this this, this, it's back and forth and confusing and also in different languages. So (laughs) I apologize for kind of jumping around. But The same uh, company also purchased a Chinese social media service called Musical.ly, which was dedicated mostly to lip-syncing over songs. Um, So when those two, uh, Yin, which was later named TikTok when it came to American markets and Musical.ly, merged in 2018, TikTok, as we kind of know it, was born.
1: Okay, Um, okay. That makes sense. I mean, thinking about what those two apps were and what TikTok is today (laughs) right 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 so um
0: Musical.ly was founded in China in 2014 by Alex Su and Liu Yang I think um and they finally found success when they merged the two um this was an app where users could post 15 second lip syncs to popular songs um And so they started with the much, I mean, it's bigger than six seconds, but it was still, like, a very limited, um, like, time, space thing, you know? I don't know what measure of time. Measure of time. A very limited (laughs) measure of time. Uh, I'm doing great at talking today. (laughs) Killing it. Um, And then in 2016, the app reached approximately 70 million downloads. Holy shit. Yeah, so it grew, like not necessarily super fast, but once it was introduced officially to US markets, like it definitely took off. However, um ByteDance alone in 2018 spent almost 1 billion dollars in ads. Holy shit. Yeah. So, that's why and do you why? remember that time period like like 2 years ago when everyone every single fucking thing that you would watch would be TikTok, TikTok, TikTok all the way yeah. like all the time. It was so fucking It's what made me not want to download it. Exactly. I was like, Fuck you guys, this is too much. Um, So essentially what was happening is they were spending, like, all of this money for ads, and nobody was, like, really joining the service. It wasn't really... um, Or they were downloading it, but they were abandoning the app within 30 days. Um, So when the creators that were using platforms like vine and things started like coming over it's and like it became more popular in american markets as word got out there there was a lot of people um that started joining that were definitely like teenage so um now in the year 2020 tiktok has been downloaded over 2 billion times worldwide uh, and skyrocketed thousands of teens to internet fame Oh my including God. one, uh, Charlie D. Emilio. Um, she started posting dance videos on TikTok, and as of July of 2020, she has 3 million followers on Twitter, 23 million followers on Instagram, and I think now she officially has hit 100 million followers on TikTok. Holy shit! Yeah. And this is just a teenager, and she gets to ride on yachts and a bunch of free shit from companies that I like. I
1: want to be That's on a fine. yacht. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fine. I don't care. I'm not mad about it at all.
1: I'm That's fine. cold over here in my drafty bedroom.
0: <laughs> right, dude. Actually, this room is really well heated. Um... Dude, our
1: bedroom <laughs> is so fucking drafty. So, like, remember in the summer how it was, like, sweltering?
0: Yeah, it was so fucking hot.
1: Yeah, in the winter it's just frigid. Oh, no. <laughs> That seems
0: opposite of what it should be.
1: (laughs) I'm having a great time.
0: (laughs) Gee. So TikTok has recently come under a decent amount of fire uh, because of our wonderful president, who will soon no longer be our president. Um, Essentially, the... Here's my take on it. And I have, you know, I've read some stuff and I did some research that kind of, like, you know, point to a couple of different things. But here's my biggest take on it. There was a lot of things happening on quote-unquote alt TikTok and a lot of, like, activists and people posting about ways that they could kind of derail the Trump train. Um, Right, right. And things like completely disrupting his... uh, you purchase tickets to like, you have to reserve tickets to like get into one of his rallies, like making it so that nobody could buy tickets and then like nobody showed up like a bunch of things. So like he kind of made it his personal mission to kind of derail TikTok, which is stupid as fuck. Cause it's like, you know, what is it really doing to you? Right. If you're so powerful. Um, but essentially they said that it is a risk to national security because it was a Chinese owned company. Um, and that there was a risk for, data mining of United States users. That is partially true. Um, in China, they recently have passed laws that state that any company in China has to hand over data for all of its users to the Hong Kong government or Chinese government. I'm really not versed on China or Hong Kong. Um, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on over there right now between the Chinese yeah, government and Hong Kong. there's a lot of like, Hong Kong.
1: separating and not wanting to separate and
0: right exactly and i am not nearly versed enough on that to even begin to comment on it um and it is something that i personally should look more into um but essentially the chinese government has stated that any company functioning either within china or hong kong has to hand over information if it's requested otherwise they can face thousands of dollars in fines Um, as well as even jail time. And a lot of that is focusing around um, some of the dissent that is going on in Hong Kong against the Chinese government. And that's about the extent that I know of it. So obviously not wanting to lose their app or one of their biggest markets. (laughs) Um, TikTok essentially shut down their like Chinese office moved exclusively to Los Angeles and also elected an American CEO. Um, so TikTok is safer right now. <laughs> God,
1: that's so nuts to think about.
0: <laughs> right. It's yeah. The worlds of all of that is just insane.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't need to be political, but it's political. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Um, and so <laughs> Now, like I had talked about, there is a new kid on the scene because a lot of people, especially on quote unquote alt TikTok that were doing all of these things to make Trump angry, um, <laughs> have now started moving on to Byte because it was launched in January of this year. Huh. Um, hmm. so from an article posted July 9th of 2020, in the last few days, Byte has taken over has been taken over by quote unquote alt tiktok a section of the app known for absurdist humor as well as gay tiktok which is more self-explanatory <laughs> um if you're not familiar with bite no one can blame you the app was launched in january by don hoffman who was the co-creator of the much beloved and much missed vine like vine or tiktok it's an app for sharing short looping videos but it hasn't caught on with anywhere near the same intensity as tiktok has but that may be about to change According to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, the Trump administration is looking into banning Chinese apps, including TikTok, to stem a potential threat to the private information of US citizens, which we just mentioned. Uh, It would certainly be a big downer for the reportedly 30 million or so users of TikTok in the US, including a whole bunch of Gen Z teens. That's why they've now turned to Byte. The tags alt TikTok and alt Byte have been taking over the app as TikTok users try to navigate its differences. While it's similar in many ways, Byte is less flashy with far fewer filters and sound is available. It also lacks features like duetting. The interface isn't as user-friendly, so there have been some adjustments. Um, So definitely, this is something that is a lot more bare-bones. A lot of people have um, kind of pointed to the fact that it's like, the funniest part about it is like, there's kind of like a war going on between TikTokers and Byte. Biters, I guess. I don't know what to t- t- call it. I'm assuming. Bitey. Oh, can we call Biteys? it chompers? <laughs> chompers. Little chompies. <laughs> so there's a lot of infighting going on between the two services. A lot of people on TikTok are saying that, um, you know, it's just dumb and stupid. And we see like a bunch of basic millennials. And it's like, okay, calm down, dude. Like, yeah. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> um, so, for example, bite slow, can't like comments, no filters, only one font, lots of millennials, hard to make good vids on, no straight TikTokers, hard to look at comments, can't see people's following, kind of difficult to manage, no one knows how to work it, no good sounds, can't use other people's sounds, can't duet, no drafts, no friends, only private videos, or no friends only or private videos. Um, cool. So, like, there's, like, that's the one that I'm seeing mostly is no straight TikTokers. But, like, as a person that uses TikTok, that's, like, pretty dope. Like, after we get done recording, like, I'm going to go download this app and see what it's about.
1: Yeah, for Uh, sure. Because it
0: sounds perfect for me because, like, my entire TikTok page is mostly alt TikTok shit uh, and plants. And that's, like... Yep.
1: Oh, my God. We have the same stream. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Alt TikTok, plants, baking... A uh, bunch of gay shit, costuming, uh, video game stuff, and, like, comedians that are mostly absurdist humor. Um, yeah.
1: Well, and the cool yeah. thing about TikTok is, like, um, like we touched on a bit earlier, is, like, the, people are making, like, little digestible, um, like, educational videos. Right. And one of my favorite thing I don't remember their handle. My be, My B. But there is a lovely drag queen... Who, um, is an economist, I believe. Oh. And she just, like, breaks down, like, all these hard-to-understand topics. And I think she does other things, too, like calculus and shit. And it's super fucking cool to just, like, learn all this stuff from a drag queen. And it's, you know, I'm sure it's helping people pay attention and actually learn some things.
0: Right. But also get it in, like, a fun form of media that they haven't necessarily seen before. That's super awesome. That's a really cool idea. Um, But, yeah, so there's kind of, like, now that TikTok has kind of established itself as the new Vine, um, the creator of Byte is, you know, even calling it home. Like, there's, like, a creator um, kind of foundation or, like, forum where people can, like, essentially like share different tips about how to create content um it also like one of the questions that asks you when you join is like did you ever use vine before so it's like a it's been described as a call home to old school viners um so hopefully like i would like to see it you know become something really cool as well especially if like it's going to be content that i find more relatable Um, And here it says, this is an article from TechCrunch that says Byte projects $100 million in 2020 revenue without increasing marketing spend. Um, Sure. So that's pretty dope.
1: Yeah. Well, and with that many people um, speculated to migrate over, I bet some of those things that people are complaining about will be updated, you know? Oh,
0: I'm actually an idiot. That was for Byte, the uh, invisible... Uh, braces. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should keep that in because I'm an idiot. That's great. But good for them. These straight teeth are hard. And I hear that bikes is very good and affordable. So
1: if you need some braces,
0: there you go. We're not sponsored, but we could be.
1: Shit. Maybe we are now. I don't know. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Dope. but I love either that way, for us. either way, it's
0: it's kind of cool. It's cool to see it because I think that Vine was something that had a really good start as something very creative um, when they saw what they had, and was you know, really rooted for by the company as like a fully creative app and not something to just like corporatize and monetize. And that was taken away from them. So the fact that the original creator is coming up with something new, um, that seems to garner attention from people that create contact, contact, the content that I really enjoy. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see where that goes.
1: Yeah. I'm probably going to also install it. Yeah. Check it out. So there you guys I never Prime, make anything.
0: TikTok, YouTube videos. I wish you did you did make that thing though. You guys made the um the change quick change challenge thing. I can't remember what it was called.
1: Oh yeah, the don't rush. Yeah. Yeah, you that wasn't like that something those. that I necessarily wanted to do for myself though. That was like a troop thing.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: Like Dude, me like, alone. You think you have, like a
0: bunch of followers, like just like posting content of like costume creation.
1: Yeah, I'm just so awkward on camera, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Just like, oh my god, there are strangers looking at me, and I can't see them, and I'm uncomfortable. Right. That's a vibe. That's. Uh, yeah, I should get over that. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs>
0: Right, you know, it's always a work in progress. And also, if it's not something that you want to do, then you don't have to do it.
1: Right. There you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. so, what have you been playing? Um,
1: nothing. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, this is the time of year, um, where I do the whole hunker down thing and I watch um, old Hollywood movies and I read a bunch of murder mysteries. (laughs) Uh, That sounds great and
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, that's just what I'm doing. (laughs) Last night um, I watched M is for Murder from 1954 and um, I was using Noah has like the deluxe Amazon Prime, so we can, you know, like, watch movies and stuff on it. Right, right, right. Um, So it's through our, um, we have it on our PlayStation 4, not our PlayStation 5. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, So he was still at work last night, um, and I really wanted to watch a fucking Hitchcock movie. (laughs) There you go. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I saw that was on there, and it was... I had to rent it, which is fine because it was only, like, $2. But I texted him, like, is it cool if I rent a movie on your Prime? And he's like, yeah, go for it. And he was going to be home in, like, 40 minutes. So I was like, do you want me to wait for you to get home to start it? And he's like, what are you watching? And I was like, M is for murder. I'm like, no, Aww. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's just me alone. The other day, I just, like, people... Listening don't know, but in our bedroom, I have my computer, um, and I have your old TV. Yeah. And, uh, so I wanted to watch Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn. Um, and instead of watching it on something with a large screen, like my computer or, um, our bedroom TV, I watched it on my tiny laptop. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) And just like lounged in bed and watched Roman holiday with the cat. See that sounds amazing. It's pretty good. Would recommend. Yeah, the
0: the winter times it's definitely time to like settle in and get cushy for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've um I've also been training with our friend Sam who is a listener.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah, so I'm getting fucking ripped. Yeah, dude, you look so fucking good. Thanks. Killing it. I'm still, like, not strong. <laughs> but it feels good to be somewhat stronger. So.
0: Yeah, dude, definitely. I just,
1: just want to fucking be strong, dude. I just want to, like, open a jar of pickles first try. Boom. Got it.
0: Yeah, dude. I, uh, I've been, um, while well, I was, uh, staying in Washington, was taking jujitsu. jitsu
1: Oh, dope. Hell yeah.
0: So, and that's something that I've kind of caught the bug and am apparently naturally gifted at. So we'll try and continue once California is not grounded anymore.
1: Hell yeah. That'll yeah. be awesome. You can make yeah. jujitsu TikToks.
0: I don't think that I'll ever be that good, but <laughs> I definitely would be super cool with like looking like somebody that practices jujitsu, which is, in case you haven't seen very hot (laughs) um also i found out that the woman that plays cara dune her name's like gina something or whatever the fuck uh on the mandalorian is like an anti-masker and an anti-vaxxer and like a weird probably QAnon person um and probably a trumper so i have devoted myself now to wait uh, which one is she Kara Dune is who she plays. She's the shock the like old shock trooper that helps him with I don't oh, want to say that girl. too much. She's
1: an MMA fighter, she used to
0: be. She used to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe she still is. I don't know. She's like very into Muay Thai. Um, but so now I have to dedicate myself to martial arts so that I can beat her up and become the new Kara Dune. Hence my Twitter yeah,
1: name right now. Hell yeah. That <laughs> um, yeah, that girl's fucking dope so that sucks that she's not actually dope
0: right i was so excited i was like and apparently she's like said like she's like kind of been like turfy as well like against trans people which
1: is like really upsetting um so did you see that fucking starbuck and sasha banks were in that one episode
0: (laughs) yeah yes i did oh my god okay when they came on
1: screen i was like (sighs) i was hand flapping like, Dude, oh my same, god! Same, literally same
0: for us. It was so good. We were like, <sighs> yeah! Oh my god, it fucking Starbucks.
1: And then, yeah, it was so cool to see Sa- 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 Sasha Banks, our fucking WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, <laughs> in yes. the fucking Mandalorian. Right.
0: Ugh. We want. I love him. I won't. I won't mention much more. But yeah, that's the. Yeah. That's the whole gist of it. So now I have to beat up Cara Dune so that I can become Cara
1: Dune. Okay. Yeah, I support that.
0: Yeah. But other than that, I also 100%ed Final Fantasy 7, the OG, in like 16 hours. So that's what I've been
1: Well, good doing. job, bud. Way to be. <laughs> Way to stay on brand. <laughs> right,
0: right. Yeah I, yeah. I didn't mention it all episodes, so I had to say at least one thing. Yeah, you really did. So, good
1: job. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it, kids. We did it.
0: All of the stuff about video thingies and things yeah um once again obviously there's
1: more but those are the right. ones that we yeah, wanted the, to talk about Those are this the is our podcast
0: yeah <laughs> it's ours get, get your own or yeah readings. get your own if yeah. you want to talk about those other ones or you know if you subscribe to our patreon you're more than welcome to message us and tell us the content that you yeah. want on there because <laughs> money <laughs> um yeah. But seriously, thank you so much to our current Patreon producers. We've got Justin J, Daniel J, and Beert, um, who without whom it would have not been possible to create our new website. Once again, I will drop it. It is It's super cool and it links all of our stuff together, so I don't have to tell you all of these different places to go at
1: the end of these episodes anymore. You can find all of our social media things and our email
0: Yep, just ready for you.
1: Yep, and it's
0: available on mobile and on regular uh, web browsers, so bitesizepodcast.com. That's where you'll find all of our social media. That'll be Twitter, Instagram, um, as well as our Patreon, as well as a direct link for emailing us at our... Email, which is bite sized podcast at gmail.com. But now you don't have to worry about that. You can just go to bite sized podcast.com and click the little envelope at the bottom of the screen if you'd like to share a social media story that you have um, or, you know, just say hi. Yeah, you can email us anytime you want. Yeah, email us. It'd be fun. We'll do-do-do-do messages. We just got a letter. I'm sorry. I was just about to do that. <laughs> see, this is why we have a podcast together. Um, but yeah, so definitely, um, if you're interested in what we do and you'd like to help us keep doing it and give you bigger and better content, also, if you'd like to see some of the cool stuff on the side that we've been doing for our bite sized buddies on Patreon, definitely take a look at that. We have a couple different tiers that have different things available for you. Um, so definitely check that out um also if you guys are listening on apple podcasts if you could please leave a rating and a review for us that definitely helps us uh find more buddies um because it kind of puts us up the charts in uh the categories that we're in you can also um download our episodes at podomatic which helps us gain some exposure as well um we are available pretty much anywhere you find podcasts and that is all thanks to you guys so
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah.
0: Okay, bye. Okay, bye.